departed from off the threshold of the house and stood over the cherubims. And the cherubims lifted up their wings and mounted up from the earth out of my sight. When they were out, the wheels were also beside them, and everyone stood at the door of the east gate. I first got saved, I noticed that demonic spirits were subject to me. Um, I went to a palm reader on Venice Beach, and I said, I just want to tell you about Jesus. <laughs> and she ripped, she threw up her table, started to scream. She ripped off her shirt, and she ran to the beach screaming, Aah! and she ran into the water. Um, a, a demonic spirit had just been uncovered. Now, I've had other encounters. I had like six uh, men surround me. One time it was very scary, and I said, Jesus' name. And they began to disperse as if they had seen something scary. I've had uh, demonically possessed. A lot of the people that are out there, they're not crazy. They're, they're demon-possessed. They're demon-possessed people wandering the streets. And, of course, we don't believe in demon possession, you know. We believe in labeling these labels on them with all these big terms of, of um, psychological illness, of mental illness, and pretty soon we don't even know what we're fighting anymore. I don't even see terms like that in the Bible. Now, if you're on medication, if you're mentally ill, don't take everything I'm saying and throw out everything. There's a process you need to go through to deliver of deliverance. There is a form of godliness in psychology, but it denies the power of God. And people are trapped. They are trapped under this lie. And I go up and I break lies over people. Because the whole homosexual thing, I love homosexuals. I love the people in my life that have a tendency towards that. But there's a lie over them. It is a biological lie. Once they believe it is biological, they don't know where to fight. And did you know that 300% of the teenage suicides are gay and lesbian children? They are not happy. It is not a happier lifestyle. They are trapped in it. And we need to set them free by coming as prophets and intercessors and breaking the lies over the people. And so at first, so like a, a demonic possessed person would come up to me on the boardwalk or in Santa Monica. And um, I had little babies. I was always having babies. And I was quite vulnerable person, really. I'm very open. I, I don't even lock my doors rarely. So I noticed that they would come up. I would just turn around, barely look at them. And like um, one time, one just got down on the ground and bowed right at my feet, kneeled down. That happened quite a few times. Just they, they absolutely stopped in their tracks when they were near me and just got on their knees and on their feet and they, or just sat there and they didn't know what to do anymore. Now, I have seen some deliverance from people who are demonically possessed. There was a guy who walked in a circle every day for three years on the boardwalk. And every day I would share with him and share with him. I had another person in my life who was also sharing with him. I didn't know. But um, about, I don't know, six months later or so, he walked into our church. We called him the walker. And he was free, and he said, don't you remember who I am? I'm the, I'm the walker. And I always heard what you said, and it set me free. Jesus, and the name of Jesus, set me free. And he didn't tell me the details, but he, it was a beautiful, beautiful experience. So 
then I, I didn't know about principalities, but I understand principalities now. God says we're not fighting flesh and blood, but principalities and powers who rule in high places. Now, there's not a lot of information in the Bible, but there is enough information that we can use to fight principalities. Now, in my mind, principalities are the angels. You know how there's the archangel, Michael, and there's Gabriel. There's like the really powerful angels, and then we don't know a lot about the other angels that are all worshiping God. And then there's the, uh, the cherubim, the cherubim. Uh, they are surrounding the glory of God, and they're beautiful, beautiful angel, angelic creatures. There's a seraphim. Uh, but these, I believe the principalities are the bigger, like, angels, you know, like the fallen big angels, <laughs> because they're always big, and they're always scary. And the first time one appeared to me was in Venice then. I was living at the church at the time, and I never had dealt with the principality as far as I know, although now I think probably as a kid I did. But this dark figure came after me in the night, like a dark, tall... It, I could see it spiritually coming in through the door of the church, and then it tried to attack me um, to cause me to commit suicide, to cause me... Uh, horrible thoughts. It was horrible. It was a, a big confrontation. Now, I didn't know how to fight this. I didn't know. I, and I wish somebody could have told me, but it came again and again and again. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> finally, my spirit man, you know, or my whatever, I don't know any of the teaching. I've been taught by the Lord because I've been really isolated through my ear and where I was for years. So if, if any of my terminology is not what you're used to, it's because the Lord taught me everything what to do. And it was faithful in the little things. And that's why it gives me more and more over nations and over territories and over uh, major belief systems. But um, anyway, it took months. <laughs> but I finally, and, and then I had, um, I alerted the prayer. You know, the church was behind me at that time. I alerted all the women. And one of the women got a word to pray for Lori's burden. So they asked the Lord, what is Lori's burden? And the Lord said to them, Lori's burden is the nations, to save the nations. So, and I was very ill at this time. I was under a lot of attack, a lot of, a lot of attack. So um, they began to pray for me round the clock for three months. I had like 60 intercessors all from that area praying every hour for Lori's burden and that Lori's burden would lift and this darkness would lift. So I finally um, had a dream that we had taken this principality out, that he was down, he was gone. And I got up to tell the intercessors, and as I told them that this, this enemy was gone, they turned around and began to eat my flesh, and they ate me alive. And, <laughs> and I tell you, this was the worst time of my life. I was turned against in a, so much. I lost almost everything. I was called every bad, horrible thing you could ever think of. And it was all in the disassembling and breakdown of the church. All this stuff was exposed. It was horrible. But I knew that that enemy had been taken out.